Hi. Hi. My name is Sharice. My name is Charlene. And we are the co-owners of Living Beyond Limits. Yes. It's our brand name. And um, we decided to do this because we wanted to provide self-awareness and education towards cerebral palsy and just other disabilities in general mm -hmm. and what it means to live beyond limits. Yeah, so we both have cerebral palsy, um, which is a condition that um, affects our muscle tone and our movement. Um, and because of the life we live, we wanted to um, be very upfront and honest about um, the struggles and successes we've had because we've, we've encounter, encountered a lot of questions, especially recently, um, from people with disabilities and people without disabilities. Uh, so we decided to bring it here. And um, just a little bit about us. Um, for me, I work as a mental health counselor, doing therapy with clients. Um, so we think that the mental health component of all this is really important to us. Um, currently work for a private practice, uh, seeing all sorts of clients, um, and yeah, and I've been working in it professionally for about a year. Mm -hmm. And I am a social worker, I'm an LCSW, which means I'm licensed <clears throat> by New York to provide therapy. Um, so I have, I recently opened my own practice, um, probably in January of this year officially. Uh, so I um, work from home, and I provide therapy online to, a, like Sharice, a variety of clients, um, both with disabilities and without disabilities. Um, so I definitely agree that mental health is a very important component to this. Yeah, very much so. So, yeah, that's a little bit about us, the brands, and I guess, again, the reason why we decided to start this podcast is to just spread awareness answer any questions that any of you guys may have mm -hmm. whether you are able-bodied or disabled mm -hmm. or if you're a parent who is raising a disabled child too you yes. welcome or a sibling of a or a sibling uh, too yes. mm -hmm. um and we welcome any questions that you have so this episode is to talk about what it means to us to live beyond limits mm -hmm. um so we will explain a little bit of I guess our stories and how we live um, to be very independent and yeah so Pauline you want to start? Sure um, so I'm 35 years old um, I currently live on my own in Brooklyn New York which is a struggle in general <laughs> with or without a disability um, I was raised by both of my parents um, a mother and a father uh, when I was born, um, it wasn't discovered that I had CP till I was about six months. I, um, had gotten really sick, um, and my mom brought me in and they discovered I had CP and then that started a journey of, uh, my mom learning how to deal with it and advocating for me and finding me the right resources. I had a really good village of family, friends, uh, church family that really supported me through it. Um, it definitely wasn't easy. It's still not easy. Um, it's easier now, but it, there are challenges. Uh, I went to a special school starting at one years old. And um, then from there, elementary school was um, 
both with people with disabilities and without disabilities. Uh, junior high school was extremely hard. That was where I experienced most of my bullying and um, being excluded from things because I was different. I was in mainstream classes um, that my mom um, and my dad fought for. Uh, a lot of my mom, because my mom had stayed home. She wasn't working till I was about uh, probably 11. So she um, she fought and advocated for me uh, a whole bunch um, to be in mainstream and to get the resources. Mm -hmm. uh, while I was in elementary and junior high school, I did have um, pull-out classes like physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. Um, I had extra time on tests like math. Um, I've had a few surgeries to loosen uh, muscles and those kind of things. I've had years of physical therapy. I'm still in and out of physical therapy. Um, uh, high school was interesting. I was like the only one with a uh, physical disability at first. So that was a journey for me. Um, but I made it through. Uh, making friends was hard. Uh, having relationships was difficult, but I kind of worked through it and I'm sure we'll talk about that in later episodes. Um, then I graduated and I, I went to college. I was the first one from my immediate family to graduate. And I really um, commend a lot of that towards my mom. She, when she eventually began to be more um, understanding and accepting of my disability, she really fought for me to be confident um, and really to push through all the hard times. And because of that, I feel like I um, was able to accomplish things like going to college. It wasn't easy, it's, it was hard in general. Um, just going through college, but then going through college with a disability uh, was challenging. Um, I wound up finishing my degree at Hunter College and then taking a year off and going to grad school for social work. Um, the reason why I decided to go to so, go into social work is because I feel like I I have something to share with the world that I, I a lot of people were put in my life that to help me um, get through what I was getting through and accomplish what I what I've accomplished. So I wanted to give back. Um, so that's what led me into social work. Oh, for me, um, I let's see. So I also very much like training as a baby. Uh, my parents or doctors did not see the initial CP problems as well. Um, there was a bleeding to my head, but it immediately stopped after my mom had me. Um, I also had other complications that needed uh, first-hand treatment. I was going through heart failure um and severe i have asthma so my lungs were not fully developed so i was not breathing either so um they were trying to figure out how for me to live past two weeks so i wasn't supposed to survive past two weeks but eventually i don't know what happened to be honest it just started recovering slowly but surely i did have to stay in the hospital for a good couple of months before i could come home um, but maybe about when I turned like six months old, seven months old, there were certain things that I was supposed to be doing as a child. And my father quickly realized that I wasn't doing certain things. Uh, positioning up straight was very hard. Um, I wasn't walking. I was crawling a lot with my arms. Um, so then my parents took me back to the 
you know, the doctor and was like, hey, like we think something's wrong with her motor skills. And then that's when we found out I had CP. Um, so since my parents did not want me to miss out on school, a lot of my surgeries were done pretty early. My first surgery I had I was when I was two. I did another surgery when I was three. Another surgery when I was four. And then I think that was the last one that I started school, but I was on in the wheelchair for a brief time. And then my dad forced me to like practice walking. So he actually hid my wheelchair from me for a while so that I wouldn't get lazy. And then we practiced with the walker for a bit. I did do PT, OT. I think I did a little bit of speech as well. Um, but that was because English wasn't my first language. Um, I learned my African language before English, so I didn't know English. Um, so after those services, I got some of those services while I was in school. I did also get extra time for tests. Um, I was placed into special education classes because uh, the school system is horrible and saw my physical disability and, you know, related it to a mental one. And you know, it's not to say that some people with CP don't have mental disabilities. It's just for some of us, we just have the physical, not the mental. So they automatically placed me into the special education classes without testing me. And I would be going through that every year up until about sixth grade. Sixth grade was my last year. They stopped putting me in special education classes. And my parents were like, can you just test her? And then they continued to put me in regular classes. Um, and yeah, so I, middle school was hard, hated middle school. I also got bullied a lot around that time. Very emotional time for me. Um, high school was a bit better, but I still didn't like it as much. Um, there was a lot less bullying, but I was different. I went to a regular school, so I was the only disabled student in my school most of the time. I was the only one in a walker in the hallways. So it was very much hard to fit in and you know belong and then i soon went to college trying to figure out what i wanted to do because i didn't know what i wanted to do um i eventually found a love for psychology studied that for my bachelor's graduated from hunter went to grad school got my master's i got my master's last year and now i work as a mental health counselor um, doing therapy with clients and yeah that's my journey um, and so now I just work and teach people about my CP journey and um, what we can do better for this community because there's a lot to work through so mm -hmm. and you guys will come to see that in more episodes to come there's so many different topics to talk about yeah um, but yeah and say that earlier, I, I work with crutches. Uh, initially, I couldn't work at all. And then through surgeries and uh, other things, I was able to, um, I was put in a wheelchair from there, went to a walker. Um, and then when I got into high school, I told my parents I'm no longer using the walker. <laughs> um, they looked at me like I was crazy. I looked at them like they were crazy because you, how you put me in a school? Um, with the only person who has a physical disability and you expect me to walk in that school yeah 
with my walker and then you expect me to hang out with these people yeah. and have to go on the train and the bus with my walker like so, it wasn't easy yeah so we live in new york and in new york there isn't i would say for at least the districts that i know there isn't many schools that mm -hmm. is just for special needs so yeah. it's like if you go to a school that has some of special needs it's very little mm -hmm. and then you have like the public schools or you just have regular public schools and we like charming said you just have trains buses it's not really it's not the best for mm -hmm. people who are disabled especially with the city that we live in yeah so many people yeah so i would understand why she you know would want more independence yeah. and like learn because it's a lot yeah so i say that because i guess that one of the one of the things i would say about living beyond um living beyond limits um so um like i said my mom always raised me to like work beyond like yeah. always find a way right yeah. i'm not saying i don't need help and i have great people in my life that give me help but i guess one way i see of, of living <clears throat> beyond limits is always trying to find a way to be independent yeah um at least for me um my independence is great i mean, i love the people i have in my life yeah and they will help me at the drop of the hat most times <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i have to bribe them but um most times they will help me um but my independence is so important to me um and that is one way i feel like i began to when i made the decision to transfer from a, a walker to crutches um i feel like that's where i started to find myself um know myself beyond like what my mom and dad want me to do what the doctors want me to do i'm not telling you it was easy i fell every other block when i first started mm -hmm. um my parents don't know that they probably know that now because um <laughs> they would not let you yeah, continue no <laughs> they probably know that now they're probably gonna scream at me when they watch this but it's okay um yeah i fell every other block i would hide the scratches and the bruises because my mom would freak out if she knew mm -hmm. but eventually i got it eventually i got it and then i was able to on trains and buses with my friends you know and that's what i wanted at that age of of 14 15 so i just wanted to, to be able to hang out i think um building friendships are hard for people Definitely. at least for our experience Definitely. um and because in high school it's it's like your corner it's like what you you live for yeah and i was like listen if you're not gonna accept me i'm gonna do everything you can yeah. everything i can to accept me um, and maybe that wasn't the best only reason, but it, but it helped me. It helped when you're me. when you're that young, that's yeah. That and that that was the reason, yeah. and it helped. It really helped me build my confidence because honestly, when uh, those moments where I fell, like it was like I can't do this. Let me just go back. Let me yeah. go back. You know, and it, it was hard. You know, it was it was hard to believe in myself. But I think those moments really did help me begin to live beyond limits. Like I have, I have the limit. I, I still have the limit at thirty-five, you know. But I think that was the start of me being able to believe in myself beyond the belief other people had in me. Yeah, you know. For me, I actually did not even see any of these things beyond <laughs> limits. To be honest, when I was younger, because like I think it was the way that doctors made it seem. It was kind of like, don't expect to walk. Don't expect to do all these different things. And mm -hmm. when my father was pushing me, I'd be like, 
why why do you care this much like the doctor said i can't do it so we might as well just stay in the wheelchair for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and to be honest since I was, I was young like i was having fun wheeling around in the wheelchair like you know i had mm-hmm. friends in the hospital we'd be playing around in the wheelchair and what my dad saw for me i wasn't seeing it mm-hmm. so then when i started walking with a walker and like having to go to the the regular schools i was like you know what if i was in a wheelchair like this wouldn't happen for me where i get to like hang around in the hallways and stuff um so it took me some time to like me myself wanting to push myself beyond limits and saying like sharice you can do it right if anything i think my dad just kept instilling it in me and i used to think it was so annoying like leave me alone stop bothering me because i was mm-hmm. in a space of like i'm not happy with it so mm-hmm. it's like it is what it is i might as well just stay like this mm-hmm. um so with a lot of time i started to realize i think by middle school i started to realize i was like yeah i can push myself a little bit more mm-hmm. it was hard because like i said I, I dealt with some bullying around that time so i think my mindset even became even worse about my disability, mm-hmm. if anything. And then when I was leaving middle school, I was like, okay, I'm going to start anew. Like, you know, when I get to high school, I'm just going to be this new person. And I think that's when everything started to change for me. Um, and when I met my stepmother, she even changed my perception even more, mm-hmm. right? So then I got into, like, what I like to wear and fashion and how I could make myself feel like myself away from cerebral palsy right mm-hmm. like Sharice doesn't just have to be this girl with cerebral palsy but Sharice could just be Sharice mm-hmm. on its own and like find a different personality mm-hmm. away from that and that really helped mm-hmm. right so anything that had to do with my hair or how I look like I got really into that my clothes and everything um and I was showing people that I could dress the way that they dressed and it didn't matter if I was in a walker and it didn't look like that the normal you know Mm. or like the way that people would see it Mm. even for prom i was very scared i was like oh like am i gonna get a date who's gonna want to dance with me like you Mm. know um and then i did get a date and it was really fun and like i got to wear this beautiful dress and i was really happy um so that was like what it meant for me to live beyond limits like i just needed to find a different part of myself that was away from cerebral palsy and not to say that it's not important like if anything i kind of love having cp just because it 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 allows me to be so unique from everybody else Mm -hmm. but um i needed to find something else Mm -hmm. because i was hating it so much at the time so i needed to find something that made me happy and so finding that for me was doing that you know Mm -hmm. finding what makes me feel pretty on the inside and out and mm-hmm. like what people like about me or what makes people want to come to me besides wanting to talk about what's wrong with me because mm-hmm. that was mostly what people were coming up to me for you know i feel like most of my friends that i had came up to me out of pity like what's wrong with you why do you walk like that mm-hmm. oh i feel so sorry for you like let's be friends and they wouldn't say it like that but you felt it <laughs> through the conversation and mm-hmm. it was kind of like okay and when you're young you crave that like that's what she said you know so it's like okay well if these are the way that i'm gonna make friends Mm -hmm. let's make friends like that then i got to college and it was 
completely different thing mm -hmm. where it was more so people were concerned with how can we help her mm -hmm. get through college in the way that we're gonna get through college too like how can we let her be a regular college mm -hmm. student while still you know having her disability hanging out with her friends and so my friends were very helpful I, I started going to college parties and they were the ones that would help me they would even get mad if people were like looking at me weird I had mm -hmm. to even teach them that they needed to be comfortable with that if they were going to be yeah. part of my life because that's going to happen mm -hmm. right um but they helped me like I felt normal I didn't feel like again Sharice with a disability I just felt like Sharice and so for me, it's more so knowing that you are a lot more than what you have to deal with as exactly. a disabled person. And when you are trying to live your life like everybody else, mm -hmm. it isn't going to be like everybody else. You have to find your own way mm -hmm. in doing that. Like Charlene said, like that was one thing my dad has always emphasized. Mm -hmm. So even going down to like, well, how are we going to do laundry? You figure it out, mm -hmm. you know? Like, literally, my laundry is just different from other people. Mm -hmm. I can't do big loads. All right, we'll take our time. Mm -hmm. um, shower. We have shower chairs. I have to sit down. Like, you know, you have to just find your own way of doing mm -hmm. it. And because it's not the normal, we can't do the normal. <laughs> we mm -hmm. literally can't do the normal. But it's more so just finding a way in which... Because even like we both have CP, but the way things work for Charlene may not work for me because mm -hmm. CP is also very different. So um, something that Charlene may find helpful for her, I probably can't do it. And something mm -hmm. that may be helpful for me, probably Charlene, um, Charlene can't do it. Mm -hmm. But we give each other suggestions all the time. Yes. All the time. Like I've learned so much from Charlene and how to like, what am I going to do if I can't reach for something or like. What am I going to do if I fall down? Like, you know, if I'm by myself. But yeah. it's just the way that you have to kind of figure it out. And like I said, it's about being your own personality mm -hmm. with a disability. But just making sure that you're doing it with, like as you. Yeah. You know? I think you said so. that I'm really correct. I think another way that I've learned to live your limits or I'm learning is, is by creativity. Exactly. You have to be creative. You do. Like the other you day, do. I had to like lift a microwave from the package and put it on the counter, you know, and people didn't want me to do it. You know, they were worried <laughs> about safety and that's understandable. Um, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to figure it out because I got to heat up my food. I got to eat for the next two days. I'm not going to turn on the oven. Yeah. It's 90 degrees outside. And, you know, I, I thought about it. I tried a couple of things and it went... And that doesn't happen all the time. There are yeah. things I need to just wait for people to help me with. Yeah. But there are some things that I can try to find a way to be creative and figure it out. And I did. I, I figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I had to use a couple of chairs, a couple <laughs> of tables just to get it to the counter. But I, I, I did it, you know. Yeah, you figured um, it out. And I think that's one way to learn, be on the limit. Like, be creative. It's okay you for you to, to be different. To be different. Like, people are going to ask you, like, why you do that. But, like... I have to. It works for me. Yeah, I, you, I have I, to. I had to do laundry the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to take a book bag and a, a little bag. And then for me, that I mean, to, for other people, oh, that's so much work. And yes, I was exhausted yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. I couldn't do much more, but I figured you it out. To. It's okay to be creative, you, you know? I think also, like, as you get older, things become harder. Because I used True. to be able to lift a lot of my loads on that's my true. own. 
I can't do it no more. I get tired. Mm -hmm. So I started, I'll separate the loads and put one load back into the basket again and drag the basket. Yeah. Even though the basket is heavy for me, I'll drag it to the machine. Yeah. Um, even, I mean, I live with my parents, but there are times where they leave and they get concerned about how I'm going to do certain things. I've been able to figure out a lot, mm -hmm. right? I can't hold, so our strength is not the average strength. We're actually weaker on our upper body a lot, mm -hmm. which is why it's very hard for us. But I remember I had came from drying my clothes and the bag, I filled up the bag so heavy. So I was like, oh it was God. inside the shopping cart and it was stuck. And my parents were not home. So I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to take it out? So mm -hmm. I tried pulling wasn't coming out and i was getting tired so i had to push the shopping cart on the floor and pulled it out mm -hmm. from i had to sit down on the floor and pull it out and pull it out until it came out yeah and it was a lot of work i actually was sweating after yeah. it but i had to do what out. i had to do because mm -hmm. they were not home and one day i'm gonna be off on my own and they won't be there to help mm -hmm. so there's just certain things that you really just Again, have to figure out, be creative, be creative, do it on your own. And um, we will even show that on this channel about yes. some ways how we do some of the stuff on our own. Because mm -hmm. we can't even be on our feet for too long. So, like, cooking mm -hmm. is another mm -hmm. thing, you know? Like, how much time can you spend on your feet? Mm -hmm. um, and it varies, like you said earlier, for everyone. everyone. These are just suggestions. So, you can take the suggestion and modify it yeah for your use you for know your use you always have to mm -hmm. like there was one point in my life i was like well how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do that you just gotta figure it out mm -hmm. as you go and um living beyond limits that's what we gotta do every day yeah that's so what we'll talk about and we'll talk a lot about mental health too because we're both mental health professionals yes. um and i think that really played a part and still plays a part in how i see myself how i live how i choose to live beyond limits you know, if, I, if I'm really depressed or anxious, it's harder to live beyond limits in the moment. Is it possible? Yes, but it's, you know, it is harder. Yeah. So we'll talk about that and how we, the support we get in, in different areas to help yeah. us. Because um, things like anxiety and depression, unfortunately, are um, connected a lot to, to physical disabilities, yeah. you know. So, so we'll talk through that and what we're doing to manage our mental health and those kind of things and we'll talk about all type of limits like it doesn't have to be of course our channel is mainly for disability and disability awareness but we want to talk about all different type of limits yeah mental health you know mental health limits um yeah. you know emotional limits all type of limits you know yeah. um so we are welcoming your questions and your comments because the more we hear from you the more we know how to you know improve the community <laughs> yeah and uh, spread more wellness about it because yeah. you know there's questions out there you know and i know that some people may be afraid to ask mm -hmm. or they don't know how to ask so mm -hmm. this is what this is for um yeah. so and we'll bring resources and, and you know yeah and we'll have some people on the channel yeah. um that have other connections that we might not have mm -hmm. we're trying to create that and so we can have maybe a, a question and answer episode sometimes of course um and maybe some of our siblings might come on some of the people yeah. we love might come on you know give their perspective and you know yeah definitely. and give you advice from their from their perspective so definitely okay yeah so this is the point of our channel and um we hope you watch subscribe want to learn more share please and yeah and then you let us know whatever you want us to you know yes no. leave a comment please yes 
And um, yeah, so I'm Sharice again. Charlene. And we will see you next time on another episode. Bye. Bye.